Praise the Lord. Can we worship him tonight? I love you, Jesus. We love you tonight, God. Lord, you're worthy to receive praise and glory this evening. Hallelujah. Everybody lift your voices to him this evening. Oh, God, we love you so much. God, I thank you for the opportunity, God, that we have in this house tonight to come before you to worship you, Lord Jesus. Oh, you are awesome and mighty tonight, God. You are great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, wonderful Savior. Hallelujah, wonderful Savior. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you've got your Bibles, hallelujah. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter number 30. Praise God. I'm thankful that I know the truth. Hallelujah. I'm thankful that I was raised in the truth. Hallelujah. Even though I was raised in the truth, there's many other kids that came up with me that was raised in the truth. But for some reason, God saw to it that I made it through. And I'm thankful for that. Hallelujah. I began a week, week or two ago listening to my grandfather preach on some tapes and just thankful for my heritage. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't want to let God down. Amen. Amen. And it's not about me. It's not about me. It's about a world that needs to be reached. It's about a, a people that are crying out to God every single day. Amen. There's people out there that cry out to God every night. God, if you're really out there, send somebody to me. Hallelujah. To express to us that you are real. Amen. And I want to be sensitive enough to him that I could be that vessel that he could use. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter number 30, verses 19 and 20. Moses is finishing up here in Deuteronomy. He's an old man. And uh, he says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice. And that thou mayest cleave unto him for he is thy life and the length of thy days. Can we lay our Bibles down and let's ask God to step into this place. I need his anointing and I want his word to go forth tonight. Lord, we love you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Can we give him a hand clap of praise all across this place tonight? Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I have a little foundation I want to build, and then I want to get right into what I feel like God laid on my hand, my, my mind tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Deuteronomy chapter 30, we find Moses calling out to the children of Israel, putting an ultimatum before them, saying, you have a decision to make here. And I ask you to choose life. Amen. That's what I want to talk to you about tonight is choose life. Choose life. Hallelujah. God called his people many times throughout the scripture. And I, I just put, picked out a handful of, of places throughout the scripture that uh, I found. And he called out to his people many, many times and, and gave them an ultimatum. So you have a decision to make here. Who are you going to serve? Hallelujah. Many times they, you, you would find the Israelites at a quandary. They would be serving other gods. And God would be reaching back to them saying, look, you've got to make a decision here. Who are you going to serve? And that's what Moses was pleading for in, in Deuteronomy chapter 30. The first, the first one I wanted to pull for, we're going to get back to my text in a few minutes, but the first place I want to pull from is Joshua. Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. Joshua had reached the end of his life as well. And he was making the same plea that Moses made to the same people that Moses had given to Joshua to lead. Amen. And Joshua was pleading to them in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. And it said, and if it seem evil to you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua said, I've led you all these years and still yet I know you have to make your own decisions. You can't live off of my coattail anymore. I'm about to fade off the scene and you have to make a decision, children of Israel. And you have to make a decision as to whether you're going to serve the Lord who brought your fathers out of Egypt or you're going to have to make the decision whether you're going to serve the gods of the Amorites in whose land that you dwell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was another person in the scripture that I, I, I saw and, and she stood out to me and that was Ruth. Ruth chapter 1 verse 15. Ruth was faced with a decision. Hallelujah. Her sister-in-law had already made her decision. Hallelujah. And we find in verse 15 of Ruth chapter 1 where Naomi turns to Ruth and she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back to her people and unto her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. But there was something inside of Ruth, and I'm going to talk about it in just a few moments, but there was something inside of Ruth that said, no, I don't think so. There's something different about you, Naomi, and I don't want to go back to what I used to be. 
Hallelujah. She said, there's something that I want. Hallelujah. There was a couple other instances, and these are in the New Testament. Jesus encountered a couple, uh, had a couple of encounters. One was with a rich young ruler. In Matthew, Mark chapter 10, verse 21, you find Jesus, um, had, this young man had come to Jesus and said, good master, tell me what I ought us to do to attain eternal life. And first of all, Jesus said, why are you calling me good? There's only one good, and that's God. Amen. And he said, keep the commandments. Honor thy father thy mother. I shall not kill. I shall not steal. And the young ruler looks at Jesus. He said, well, I've, I've kept these all of my life. All of these I've kept all of my life. That's pretty good. How many of you can say you've never lied or stole? This young man lived a pretty straight life. Amen. There's a lot to be said about that. But we get to verse 21, and Jesus looks at him after all this had transpired. Verse 21 of Mark chapter 10. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him. And he said to him, one thing thou lackest. Go thy way, sell whatever thou hast, give it to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. This rich, young ruler, he asked a question, and Jesus said, you have a decision to make. And I'm laying it out before you plain. And we're going to get to his, his response to what Jesus said in just a moment. There was another instance in the scripture. Jesus gave some people an ultimatum. In, in John chapter 6, we find Jesus was preaching and he was preaching straight. And he said, he told his people, he said, you're only going to find your way. And you're going to have to live your life according to how I teach you. Hallelujah. And you're going to have to submit yourself. And, and the Bible said it was a hard saying. And his disciples departed from him in John chapter 6. And after all the masses had left, there was 12 men still standing there. And Jesus turned around. In verse number 67, Jesus said to the 12, will you also go away? Will you also go away? In all these instances, the people were left with a decision to make. Just like Moses gave to the Israelites in Deuteronomy chapter 30. And they were all hoping that they would choose life. Amen. We're going we're gonna to go back through and we're going to look at their responses. Amen. Each of these folks, they had to make a decision. Therefore, they made a decision. Amen. We're going to look at Joshua. He told the people, choose you this day whom you're going to serve. I don't have much time left, and I want you to understand, you're going to have to make the decision. You can't live off of my experiences anymore. It's time for you to make a decision. Thank God that the Israelites at that very point in time were, were sensitive to what Joshua was saying because in Joshua chapter 24 verse 16, we find the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord and serve the other gods. They said, Joshua, you've led us in a perfect way and we know that there is no other option but serving 
the everlasting God, Jehovah. Hallelujah. We're going to serve him. We're not going to put him to the side. And we're not going to serve these other gods that are here, the gods of the Amorites. We're going to serve the one true living God. Hallelujah. The Israelites, they chose life in this instance. Hallelujah. We get to Ruth in Ruth chapter 1, verse 16. We find that Ruth looks at Naomi and she said, Entreat me not to leave thee, nor or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I'm going to go, Naomi. There's something different about you. I want to go and I want to experience what you experience. Uh, hallelujah. And, and where thou lodgest, I'm going to lodge. Uh, thy people shall be my people. And thy God, my God. That day, Naomi, Ruth chose life. Hallelujah. She had an opportunity just to go back to the things that she used to know. It would have been easy to go back to those things. That's where she was comfortable. But Ruth said, you know what? That, that's, not, that's not where I want to be. Hallelujah. There's something else out there, and I want it. Hallelujah. And I'm choosing life this day. I'm going to serve your God. I'm going to live with you the rest of your, the days of your life, Naomi. Hallelujah. I'm choosing life this day. Hallelujah. We get to the rich young ruler. And I'm sad to say tonight that this rich young ruler turned and walked away saddened at the decision Jesus asked him to make. Mark chapter 10 verse 22 said, and he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions. This rich young man was set up and Jesus gave him an ultimatum and said, look, you've done good all your life. God's blessed you for it. But now I'm asking you, you're lacking one thing and one thing only. And that is to sell everything that you have and sell out to God. And this rich young man, he was saddened. And the Bible goes on to say, for he had great possessions. He loved his worldly wealth more than the treasure that he could have attained in heaven. That day, this young man chose. He did not choose life. But as Moses put it, he chose death. Hallelujah. I don't want to be like this rich young ruler tonight. I don't want to make the decision that this young man made. Hallelujah. I have a decision tonight, and I'm making my decision to choose life. Hallelujah. Peter, Peter. You would know it was Peter that opened his mouth when Jesus asked him, are you going to leave too? <laughs> but out of all 12 of these men that Jesus turned and asked, are you going to leave also? Peter jumped in. John chapter 6, verse 68 through 69. You're going to find. Then Pete, Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? We walked away from everything we used to do. We left it. For one, I don't even know if it's going to be there when I get back. Lord, you said to sell out. And follow you, and that's what we did. We came and followed you. To whom shall we go? 
Thou hast the words of eternal life. There's nobody else that can answer life's questions like you, Lord. Lord, you ask us to follow you in the beginning. We're not changing our mind now. May I submit to you tonight, yes, you made a decision on the day that you received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But I'm going to submit to you, maybe I'm just super carnal. And nobody else has experienced this. But many, many times in my walk with God, I've had to reach a decision point. And I had to decide, am I going my own way? Or am I going to continue down the road that I started back a long time ago? Those decisions come more than just the first time when you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If that wasn't true, then why would the devil fight so hard to put stumbling blocks in our way week after week, day after day, to trip us up and try to get our focus from off of him and onto our, sub, our, 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 our problems? We've got to make a decision tonight, church. Will you go also? Or will you respond tonight, Lord, whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Verse 69 says, and we believe and we are sure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, Jesus, no, we're not leaving you because we know what you just said, even though it was hard and I didn't like it. Hallelujah, it rubbed me the wrong way. You know what? We're not going to walk away. We're going to turn around and we're going we're to follow you. Hallelujah, we're not going to follow the masses. Hallelujah. There's plenty of opportunity to follow the masses. Hallelujah, there's plenty of churches right here in Kansas City that would love to take each and every one of us in. Hallelujah, but just because things get hard, hallelujah, that means I'm gonna, t I'm gonna buckle in and I'm gonna say, Lord, I'm in this thing for the long haul. I'm not gonna let the situations determine where I'm going. <laughs> hallelujah, I'm gonna keep my eyes focused upon the prize. Hallelujah, I'm gonna make it across this old river. Hallelujah, I'm gonna stay mounted upon this old horse. Hallelujah, I'm gonna make it all the way. Hallelujah, I can't afford to perish. I can't afford to perish. Hallelujah, I've got to make it to everlasting life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that's why I've come tonight. I've come tonight to cry out to you. Choose life. Choose life. Hallelujah, we, can't, we cannot choose death in this place tonight. God's made too many promises to each and every one of us. God's made too many promises to this very church. Hallelujah, I'm calling to you. Choose life. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Why choose life? Because... Living for God is life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Living for this whole world. The wages of sin is death. I refuse to live in sin anymore. 
Hallelujah. I experienced the joy of life. And I never intend to walk away from life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many times you can read throughout the scriptures. Where the Israelites would turn their back on God. They'd get wrapped up in the moment. And they would begin to be overwhelmed by the enemy and those in the land. And I tell you today, it's much the same. Because we, living in a world, we're not living in a godly world. We're living in a world of sin. And the pressure to sin is upon us every single day from the moment that we wake up until the moment that we go to bed every night. The Israelites were living in a land. Yes, God gave it to them, but there were other people there. And some of them fell. Some of the Israelites fell by the wayside for whatever reason. Hallelujah. And before long, they found themselves worshiping the gods of the people of the land. And I didn't put this in my notes, but I I began to do a little study. I didn't do a very in-depth study, but... When I began to look at the gods that were in the land, all of these gods had something to do with their livelihood, with having babies, with everything that you can think imaginable that would make man prosperous. That's what these gods resembled or represented. And I began to think about that, and I began to think of us today, and think of the things that have distracted me in the past, and begin to say, you know, it's almost the same thing. It's easy to go after those things that make you feel good. It's easy to go after those things that make you prosperous, and make you think you are somebody. It's easy to do that. It's easy in the short term to choose the opposite of life. But in the long run, yeah, it may be hard for a moment. But I promise you the pleasures of sin endure for a moment. But if you choose life tonight, it's eternal. It doesn't just last until tomorrow. Hallelujah, but it lasts Forever. Hallelujah. That's why I'm calling to us tonight. Choose life. Choose life. Living for God is what it means to really live. Hallelujah. But I can't give up the things that I've always done. I promise you in the long run, it's going to be worth it all. Hallelujah. It's comfortable for me to do what I've always done. I promise you that if you can just give it up and you will choose life in this place tonight, it will be worth it all. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I begin to think, hallelujah, how many times we, we as, as human beings, can, can, can act like the Israelites did throughout the scripture. We cling to the things that please us. Hallelujah, we turn from God and we allow our own intellect to determine 
where we go and what we do. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching from experience here. Too many times, hallelujah, I have allowed myself to think I know everything. And I know where I'm going to end up when it's all said and done. But I can promise you not one time did I ever end up where I said I was going to be. And God had to come pull me out. And God had to put me back on the road. And I wound up, like Jonah did, in the destination that God called me to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Choose life tonight. Choose life tonight. Hallelujah. We can't serve two masters. Luke chapter 16, verse 13. This is another decision that Jesus said we all have to make. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Hallelujah. We must come to a decision point tonight and say, God, I'm going to choose life. When I leave this place tonight, I'm going to walk down the path of life. I'm turning my back on all those things that have gotten my attention in the past. And God, I'm going to walk, and I'm going to walk towards you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What I think this rich young ruler had done, ruler had done, is he had made a God of the things that he possessed. Yes, he lived a, a, a pure life. But number one in his life was not the Almighty, Jehovah God. Number one in this young man's life was himself. And too many times I, I see myself, I've, I've wrapped myself up in me. I want to go, I want to set out to, hallelujah, I want to set out to, to please me. Hallelujah, and I don't want to be that way. Because God is the only reason that I live. Hallelujah, he's the one that paid the price for my sin. Hallelujah, I owed a debt of death. Hallelujah. Each and every one of us owed a debt of death. But God looked upon us and he said, you know what? I'm coming down. I'm robing myself in flesh. And I'm going to die upon an old rugged cross for your sins. That you may be able to choose life. That you may be able to live eternally with me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So... I'm very thankful tonight that time after time the Israelites, when faced, when a prophet would arise and faced with another decision, that time after time they would choose life. Maybe for just a few moments, but they would choose life. And I'm calling to you tonight, choose life. Oh, come on. Choose life tonight. Hallelujah. I know I'm not the most profound speaker. I know many other folks could get up and preach this, but it's, it's burning inside of me. Somebody here must choose life tonight. Hallelujah. We have so much that God wants to do in each and every one of our lives. Hallelujah. God has a plan for each and every one of us. Hallelujah. You've got to choose life. You've got 
about to fulfill God's plan. God's made you a promise. Hallelujah. Hang on to that promise. Hallelujah. God saved your soul that you could spend eternity with him. Hang on to that promise. Hallelujah. You've got family members that are, de- that are de- de- dependent upon you. Hang on to that promise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Choose life tonight. Choose life tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We have so much that God has promised us. And there's such an urgency in the Holy Ghost to go forward. We cannot allow ourselves to live like we've always lived anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's been dealing with me deep down inside. And I've been satisfied because I've went deeper in God. But God has so much more in store. You can't become satisfied at one place in the Holy Ghost. Because God has much deeper places for us to go. We can't afford just to stay in one place for very long. Hallelujah. There's a world outside these four walls that are waiting upon a church to get up under a burden. Hallelujah. That God has been calling us to for a long time. Hallelujah. There's so many souls out there. There's at least 100,000 people in this city alone that we've got to reach. Hallelujah. What have we done about it? Hallelujah. This weekend I sat in a place and I began to weep. I'm like, God, there's so many folks here that are so deceived. We've got the truth. But yet I'm so wrapped up so many times in my own petty issues that I forget about the lost souls of this world. God help us tonight. There's people in this city waiting for us to choose life. There's souls depending upon us to choose life. But yet I'm so wrapped up in myself. God, I'm facing this giant. I'm facing this situation. God, help me out of this situation. And we forget to pray. God, my neighbors, I heard them fighting again this morning. And God, you need to step into that family. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. The souls in this city waiting for us to choose life. Oh, God. We don't have a lot of time left. We don't have a lot of time left, church. You may look at me and say, Brother Brandon, we've heard that years and years and years and years. But I'm telling you right now, it's wrapping up. We don't have time to play patty cake in church anymore. We don't have time to play church anymore. We've got to come to church and say, God, I'm coming tonight. I've come tonight to see somebody baptized with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want to see somebody go down in the water in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm not tired of focusing upon my own situations. Hallelujah. I want to focus upon those others. Hallelujah. 
that's what I, I feel like Jesus was talking about in Matthew chapter number six when he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He was sending the disciples out. He said, don't take script. Just take the staff in your hand and the sandals on your feet. Don't worry about yourself. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and God will take care of the rest. I'm preaching to myself just as much as I'm preaching to the rest of us here tonight. Seek first the kingdom of God. Yeah, I've got issues in my life. But my issues are petty compared to those that are out there lost and dying without God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. God's promised us many souls. God's promised that they're going to come. You believe that? There's a city waiting for us to choose life, church. We can't afford to just go about life and its situations. Yeah, I know, I know, I know it's real and it hurts. But God promised He'd take care of our situations. He did. He said he'd take care of our situations if we would seek his kingdom first. You say, but, but so-and-so said something about me the other night. I don't care what so-and-so said about me. I don't care what they had to say about me. All I want to know is, did somebody get the Holy Ghost tonight? Was somebody baptized in Jesus' name? That's my heart's cry today. I don't want to. I don't want to die with the anointing, like the good brother preached the other night. I want to see souls saved. That's what God called us out of darkness into His marvelous light for. Acts one and eight said, "Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses." Hallelujah. I'm not asking anybody to raise your hands, but how many people did you talk to about God this week? How many people did you, how many people did you go say, hey, I know you're having issues right now. I know a place that you can get some answers. Hallelujah. How many church cards did you hand out this week? Hallelujah. I know it's hard. I'm not perfect. There are days that go by that I haven't talked to somebody about him and I haven't invited him to church. But let me tell you something. I wake up every morning in that, in that saying, everybody, everywhere, all the time is on my mind. Look, I live in a duplex right now and I hear every morning, my wife can attest to this fact, my daughters can attest to the fact that the family next door is in shambles. It starts at 6 o'clock in the morning, and it don't stop until well past midnight. You hear them. 
And I just began to weep. And I said, God, I live in the same house, basically the same building with these folks. And I've, I've reached out to them on, on many occasions. But somehow let my wife and my family be an example all day. Every time we come in contact with them at my home. Hallelujah. When I get to the job, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I'm just like, God, I want you to allow me to find somebody that's hungry today. I come into contact with thousands of people in a day. There's got to be at least one hungry soul. At least one hungry soul. I know many of you don't have jobs like I got, but we can do it. There's 100,000 at least in this city alone. And I'm not trying to pump you up. I'm not trying to get you all excited. But I'm trying to encourage you. Look, choose life tonight. Choose life. Because God is life. And if we live our lives living for God, it's a joyous thing. Amen. It's a joyous thing. And I'm thankful for God's goodness. I'm thankful for his mercies. If it wasn't for his grace and mercy, I would not be here today. And I've got to share that with somebody else. Hallelujah. I pray tonight you would choose life. Can we all stand this evening? I pray tonight you would choose life. Choose life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hold fast to the things that God has promised each and every one of you. God's promised us many soul revival. I'm holding fast to that thing. I'm not letting go of it until I see it come to pass in this assembly. Hallelujah. In, in these altars, I want to see souls in every service. It, it, we can get to a place. Uh, hallelujah. Pastor Riggins baptizing 30, 60 people every time he goes to Africa. Can we not do that in a month here in Olathe? And we still would barely be scratching the surface of the souls that are here in this city. There's, some, there's so many people that are hungry out there. Hallelujah. We don't have much time to reach them. We've got to reach them, church. We've got to reach them. We've got to show them that there is life and it's available and it flows freely in this house of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 through 24 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. Verse 24 says, And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. I'm here tonight trying to provoke us to love and to good works to reach out to the souls in this city and show them that life is available. Hallelujah. Show them that they don't have to live like they've been living. Hallelujah. 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 Hold fast. 
Hold fast. Hold fast. Hallelujah. Choose life tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. I pray tonight that I wasn't just rambling on. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. And I, I hope tonight that I've, I've got my message across. Will you choose life tonight? Hallelujah. Will you choose life tonight? These altars are open. Hallelujah. If you need new encouragement, these altars are open. Hallelujah. I've come tonight and choose life. Choose life. Hallelujah. Thank you.